Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Mavericks aren't really known for hot-dogging it, but hey, they just got Frank. It's the Hoops and Hepavices podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Don Denham, running out of material. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. Uh, here with me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, how are you, sir? fucking hate that dude uh, <laughs> i was even thinking like what's he gonna do this time i didn't even like think about it son of a bitch oh my god uh, yeah well bad. it's uh the the jokes just keep getting worse but uh thankfully to counteract that fact with some uh, genuine uh comedic silliness uh we've got mr at squish 41 dr redacto how are you sir let's play the silly joke man <laughs> God, I've never been more angry and proud of you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So I, I think we're all just, uh, you know, we're just overwhelmed. With, yes. We're in that lull where there's no basketball to watch. and There's nothing, dude. Nothing at all. Like, there's other over. sports on, but you know me we're, well. You know, I really don't. Yeah, don't fuck with don't fuck with other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, we found it pertinent to do an emergency pod, you know, a good you know, 72 hours after the <laughs> announcement of Frankie Smokes. Uh, the, league, the league changing. The league changing signing, yes. Uh, well, changing 20... the landscape of the Western Conference. We've got a I complete did... intercontinental breakfast on our bench now. <laughs> I did, I, I mean, I did screenshot, like, you know, our, my conversation to y'all and put it on the put it on the internet. <laughs> I had, like, literally people DMing me being like, are y'all actually going to talk about this? So I was like, yeah, on, on this week's podcast. I'm not doing one tonight. <laughs> I got to go to sleep. Like, Emergency <laughs> pod for Frank and Lakina. Let's go. You did make that fuck. joke. <laughs> that would have been funny as fuck, though. <laughs> like, we had done that, but no. no. So good. But it's like a three-minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? We got Frank. Hopefully he's good. You know. Like, Bye. <laughs> No, I'm just gl- I'm glad we got into tittle the winks. Um, we're uh, we're really, <laughs> I I like it. Um, let's see, good move, Franconia. You know, he's a fine. Oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like a boxed wine. Like it's like it's not quite fancy, but it might do the trick. Um, that's 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 about no Franzia. There we are. Sorry, I was gonna say Frankia. I was like, what? Franconia is a Isn't is that, that like a is that a brewery in McKinney? I don't know. I don't Again, know. I have no idea. I'm, yeah, maybe I'm just making this up. Maybe it's the brewery I need to establish. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, looking at, if you look at a stat sheet for Frank Nelikina, you can see why, like, you know, this didn't really cause a whole lot of stir amongst Mavericks fans. It's just like, uh, I will say the only analysis I have 
Nidalakina is that he seems to be the anti-DSJ uh, in the sense that he doesn't seem to do anything exciting, but he does certain things very, very, very effective. Like, this dude is a perimeter defense guy, which means he has no stats. Um, like, aside from, like, defensive rating, he's he's all right. Um, he, he's got a uh, shout-out to Panda Hank, who did a really great highlight reel of all of his defensive plays leading to good offense. Um, he's, uh, I, I think he could be effective. Uh, I like, I like him. Uh, the only thing I don't like about this move is that this has made us the New York Knicks of the South, which basically, I'm, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, Reggie Bullcock was a great ad- addition. You know, a healthy KP is going to be there. Um, flame throwing Tim, flame throwing Tim, which, man. What a weird, that's got to be a 30 for 30 at some point. The Tim Hardaway Jr. of just like going from wasn't he undrafted or like a super late round, like leaves the Knicks, like the Knicks let him go to Atlanta and he like plays a season and then they like over sign him basically and then trade him again. So he was a 24th overall pick in 2013, right? Right, yeah. he, he was a late, late first rounder, but like god, his career is a weird one already. Yeah, glad glad like he's him. glad he's glad he's going to be here with the Mavs for the next foreseeable future, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Through, th- through his uh, the rest of his, uh, hopefully through the rest of his, um, you know, peak athleticism. Sure. So that'll be good. Uh, I will yeah, say, so, like, he's got some of the best off-season pictures of himself. Like, dude's yes, glistening. He's a he's a he's a fucking good-looking man. I'll tell you a, that. He's a unit. He is. He really fucking. He's he's a trimmed toy he's, as a toyga. He's a eunuch. No, unit. No, 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 no. no, oh, no, oh, oh. no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm congested. No, I don't there mean to a, say he doesn't have genitals. There is a plot twist there. I didn't expect. <laughs> I mean, he does wear those like those high shorts that all the basketball players wear now. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I won't, uh, I won't confirm or deny. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited about the Frankie Smokes, uh, you know, pickup. I mean, the next New York Nick, the Mavericks will save and show right, right. show his true potential. And he can Thank do the, you, Knicks. Do the Frankie leg. <laughs> do the Frankie leg. God damn, that's gonna be a, that, that's definitely getting coached by the uh, by the social media team. Do the Frank Frankie leg. Frank you, next. Frank you, next. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but yeah, um, not really too much to talk about, really. I mean, like again, shout out, shout out to Bibbs because oh, Frank been, you. <laughs> Cause, cause Bibbs has yes, to be a... the best friend of my life. <laughs> Only this pod would have a Dido yes, reference. Yes, for real. Holy shit! <laughs> Fuck, man, what a reference. But yeah, he's gone cold on Monday. But yeah, so shout out to Bibbs because Bibbs has been lobbing for this guy for like years now, and I like like seventy two hours ago when it happened. Like literally, like everybody was adding him, being like. Look who we got! Look who we got! Like we got your guy from the Knicks. So um, I do. I will say that after I, I told Dalton this because I was on the step on his podcast the other you know yesterday. But uh, I will say that um, what I do whenever we pick up a guy is immediately go to like that section of like Twitter or Reddit or whatever, and just see what people people in that fandom say. And a lot of Knicks fans were very sad that Frank was going. So. Um, I don't know if that's just like a like a meme thing or if it's just like they actually like really cared about him, but uh I think it's nice whenever we pick up somebody and people are actually like sad about it. So that is a pretty good gauge of just like at the very least, like you, you got a 
player that at least had some moments that the fandom really, you know, gathered around, I suppose. Yeah, but, you appreciated, know, yeah. Supportive, yeah. So that'd be good. But, uh, I mean, that was really it for Mavs news this week. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely, we're, we're definitely in like the find obscure numbers or Jersey numbers and say how many more days till the first game, yes, <laughs> like part exactly of social what, yeah. media. Yeah. So it's like, there's a picture like, so, okay. okay if, if they, okay, let me ask you this hypothetical question. When it's oh. 31 days until the first Mavs game, uh-huh. do they pick Jason Terry or Nick Van Exel as the number? Yeah. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Nick Van Exel. Like, love him, but nah. Like, yeah, he, I guess he was only on the team for like yeah. two years. <laughs> yeah, I was still. I love him though when he was on the team, but no. Mm-hmm. Like, he um, was the superior thirty-one. I'll give you that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, <laughs> hold on. But no, no, no. Jet was not. Not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. They're talking about Nick Van. I was like, dude. No. Like, holy shit! What a hot take for an off-season podcast. <laughs> I mean, he did take on a lot of the offensive production whenever Dirk was out during that, that Spurs season. Like he was yeah. the only reason we were even close in some of those games because he was just a fucking flamethrower. Yeah. So uh, anyway, let's go and do an ad read before we get into questions real quick. Uh, Sounds great. Let's see. Our ad read for the day is a Spotify green room. Uh, it's a live audio only sports talk platform, uh, free download and use on the apps on the Apple and Android uh, app, app stores. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk to me, other, other fans, athletes and insights real time. Um, perfect watch parties, debates, uh, post break, post game breakdowns, and reacting to the, to the breaking news. Um, yeah, I mean, like you know, you can just go. You can you can follow me. At, I think I'm on there at Reddit Mavericks. I think um, there's a couple like Mavs oriented, uh, you know, spaces, which is really cool. Um, you know, we haven't really done a lot of them again. It's the off season. It's just boring time, so sure. not really anything fun. Um, we may do some more during the season, actually, just because like. That might be a fun way to engage with you guys and even get more questions, you know, to answer, you know, for our podcast. Um, but yeah, I need to, I need to download the Spotify, you know, spot, it's the Spotify Green Room app, and you can download it on iOS and Android app stores. So, yep. All right, let's go and get into questions, man. Uh, woo. Thank you, guys. What? Excuse me. I said woo. Oh yeah, yeah. Woo, yeah. Woo. An excited woo. Yeah. Woo, I mean, woo, it's, woo. You know, it's it's off season, so not too much to ask, and like not, we're not. You know, immediately reacting to a a great win or a terrible loss, which there's no in between for this team. So correct. Um, going to go to um, Dalton Richardson, the Texas Waffle asks. Um, he has three questions. Damn it, Dalton, Ooh. not playing. Uh, your top five NBA players right now. Top, uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Kevin Herter. Uh, no. None of that's accurate. Vince Carter, <laughs> Tracy McGrady, and Nick Van Exel. No, okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm 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 gonna go. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Luca, Dame. This is not compelling audio. I should have done research beforehand. I'm just Giannis, my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Giannis are gonna. Giannis is still a. Uh, Embiid when Ben Simmons is out of the way. <laughs> what was that? Four? Uh, that's four. That's four. I'm trying to think of my fifth one. Get back to me. I'll think of somebody. All right. So my top top NBA players right now. Um, give me Luca. Give me Giannis. 
Give me Jokic. Uh, who else? Uh, give me Embiid. That's four. Um, and you know what? Honestly, dude, I love Devin Booker for whatever reason. So, uh-huh. you know, those are my top five at the moment. Uh, give me Tatum. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Even though, even though for some reason Celtics fans like to bag on Luca for some reason, but that's cool. <laughs> like, what Celtics fans are dicks? Yeah, the, right. The right. greater Boston area is full of assholes. <laughs> are you kidding me? What about you? What about you, uh, Squish? Start with this, since apparently this man died. But Kevin Durant. Um, oh yeah, fuck. Luca. Jokic, Embiid, Giannis. Those are my top five. That's a good one. Nice. All right, he also asked a top five players all time. That was a little harder. Steve Nash. Uh, Steve Nash five times. Steve Nash five <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> Lori Markinen. No. <laughs> no, none of these are accurate. I'm just. Dragon Bender. Like just Dragon Bender. <laughs> I'm just picking Tony Kukoc. I'm just picking like just heroes. Random. <laughs> hey, dude, Turkaloo. Uh, just because I can't say that without thinking of Mrs. Doubtfire. Hey, dude. Oh, I was like, um, what? Okay. <laughs> I was like, was Hey, dude, Turkaloo in the movie? Like, what the no. Uh, let's see. Ray, Ray yeah. Allen was one of my favorites to watch. Um, peak, like, uh, Bucks. Sonic's Ray Allen was really fun. Um, Vince Carter is someone that's just done things on a basketball court that I like. I'll, I find myself watching highlights of Vince Carter more than most people, to be perfectly honest, um, even though he didn't have that productive of a career or, or that career is ultimately disappointing despite its longevity. Like he never really like brought a team to like the finals or like, like I think he, I think the closest he did was like the Eastern Conference finals versus A.I. Once yeah. AI got trounced by the Lakers, but mm-hmm. like then he was just kind of a pouty asshole about then got traded to New Jersey. Then he tried. Oh, I guess he did. He was a part of the Orlando Magic. Uh, yes, Dwight Howard. Yeah. The or the uh, the Dwight Howard finals team. But I think I may be getting some of that mixed up. Anyways, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of like all time guys. Uh Tell you what, uh, Pistol Pete Maravich is another one of those just timeless guys. Like I love weirdo point guards. Um, those are def like those guys are up there. Um, uh, I'm feeling. Uh, Sean Kemp is another guy that I just uh, like again. Like watching highlight reels of that man is just absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'll throw. I mean, Dirk's like my all time guy. Of all time, but I'm what I'm trying to think of just like more compelling yeah. basketball people. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw those out there. I think that'll work. <laughs> I think for me, I think you know, all time, I would say you know, Michael's up there, Michael Jordan's up there. I'd still put Dirk up there just because like mm-hmm. I have to be a homer for you know him. Sure, um, give me LeBron just because he's been a fucking freak his entire career and somehow has never gotten in trouble besides the one little mishap, yeah, before 2011. You know- the, the the overly physical guy it's funny because like i love sean kemp but like my my favorite or like the guys that I, I will say are better than a lot of the players i just talked about were like are like kobe Shaq, and lebron are like kind of the big, big three that but to me they're just so much more physically gifted than everybody else that i i almost i just kind of accept their greatness but i never found it that interesting because they're just so much more physically gifted yeah does that make sense like, yeah 
I will say I also put I'll even put Will Chamberlain up there, bro, just because like I've watched like yeah, that another YouTube, mammoth. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say like that YouTube account that it's like the Wilt Chamberlain archives, I think that's on YouTube, and it's just like mm-hmm. like somehow this dude they've been able to collect like every single piece of like media of like Wilt Chamberlain doing shit. Right. And you just look like a even though he was playing against like guys that aren't like physically gifted or anything like that, like he was just still like he'd still put up like really good numbers like today, you know, which is I think is like the benchmark, you know. Um him, None of us then, had Steph Curry, by the way, which I yeah, think I, I I it's too I think it's too, yeah, for either of those questions actually. Yeah. <laughs> um and then who are we my fifth? I guess I don't know, man. Um, fuck, I don't even know. Uh, Steve Nash, I guess, just because he was a just a wizard on the you know assist side. So those are probably my top five. I think the reason that I think Steve Nash sticks out to me was that he was like not only just like the true point guard narrative, whatever, but he was a guy that was so creative with offense in a era that was not very creative offensively like we're talking like peak era iso ball which is the worst basketball ever like just everybody had an iso guy like whether it be like steve francis or ai tracy mcgrady or uh was it something does it was a desmond mason for the bucks like there was just always like a guy that everyone just like clear out let this guy work and i just don't find that as interesting basketball and steve nash was the contrarian to that i think that's why he stood out more than anything else and probably why he's seems to unlock great things out of already very good basketball players in brooklyn so what about you what do you switch do you have a top five all time um all times tricky. Like I try to avoid current players. I'll say mm-hmm. like maybe top five players for me that I've gotten yeah. to see play. I think is a better list for me. So obviously, mm-hmm. Dirk, Shaq, Kobe, Michael. Uh, I got I got to throw Nash in there too, man. Like yeah, I'm just that that dude was the best passer I've ever gotten to watch until Luca came along. Yeah. At least for me, like just in terms of like there's a there was a fun factor. Yes, to yeah, this game, I get it. and I like that this is turning into a Steve Nash yeah. love session. Yes, but he doesn't sure. get enough love. Um, he really doesn't, which is crazy because he's because he, he's, he's, he's he's got he got back to back MVPs. <laughs> oh, damn. Good, just a perfect <laughs> offensive point guard, um, and just so much fun to watch. So, um, but yeah, and then the other guys are self-explanatory, yeah. and I, I've just never seen a scarier presence on a fuck on a on a fucking court than Shaq. Shaq I, was I just, just I I, I just remember track. watching him in his prime um, when the Lakers were just unstoppable, and I just like I can't believe this is a real human. Like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Like, there's been so many freak athletes. Uh, n- none has, like, terrified me more than watching my team play against Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Good list. Um, his last good question call. is, that your, your thoughts on pickles and peanut butter sandwiches? Both good. That sounds fucking like, terrible. On, on, like, oh, you mean on the, wait, separate? on the sandwich or separate? Like pickles, separate and peanut butter, pickles and peanut butter together as a sandwich. Oh, Between never tried it. Sandwich. I would try it. it. It sounds weird enough to either be good or just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to try it. I'd, yeah, nah. Coward. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Punnable. Um, what are some midseason trades the Mavericks could pull off? Who's on the trading block? 
I have Powell and Burke marked as must-go. DFS, Maxi, Brunson, Tyrell, Green, Brown, and WCS should be available for the right price. I, I mean, like, really, anybody that's not a starter is always available. You know what I mean? It's just going to be a matter of what are you thinking you're getting. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's too early to think of, like, you know, trades this early because the season hasn't started. We don't know, like, what this team can do with the co- company pieces that we have. Um, I think, you know, training camp hasn't started yet, you know, and that's where like Frank's either going to make it or he's going to get cut. You know, that's still another, like, right. Cause we have, we have 20 guys on the roster right now. So I see um, Burke going before Frank, if there's too. someone that's getting cut. Cause I, I think do, yeah, uh, I based on the Olympics alone, Frank's got a little more in his tank. Yeah. yeah Frank the tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't see any trades in midseason quite yet. You can ask me again, like in December or January, even, you know, um, uh, trading block though. I do agree that Burke, I think Burke is my one that's like marked as like has to go, you know, like he's either going to get cut or he's going to get traded for something. Um, and I'm, my philosophy on this team has always been anyone not named Luca can go, <laughs> you know, for a price, you know, for the right price. So, and I'm sure that's kind of how, you know, um, the front office is probably going to see that too. You know, I just what uh, the thought exercise I do rather than like thinking about bench players that I'm trying to get rid of, I try to think of like what would be the player that would perfectly, perfectly match with Luca, and it's like okay, someone that is a defensive stalwart, and someone that can hit open threes, and someone that can take the offensive pressure off of Luca. And I just don't think those people are available. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah. there's a person waiting to do that. You know, that's that's why when I think of, like, uh, I mean, uh, who's a, a great perimeter player, great perimeter defensive player that can hit those great open shots that's, like, the offensive, like, you, you can count them probably on one hand, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, like Kawhi's not available. You know what I mean? Like, Paul George is not available. Um, I, I'm trying to think of other perimeter, like guys that are just defensive menaces that are also offensive threats. And like, that's, I just don't think those guys are going to be something that you can throw together Dwight Powell and, and Porzingis and go get them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally get that. Do you have a answer squish? I just, I, I don't know what. A non-Rick Carlisle Mavs team looks like anymore. So I yeah. holding holding my breath on any trades. Uh, and on, I mean Burke and Powell. I think those are very uh, apparent, like need to move guys. So yeah, I mean that's an easy list for me as well. Like, but Powell yeah. shouldn't be getting meaningful meaningful minutes on a successful right. basketball team. Like I get the role of the energy guy. I get that he's been great he's a great locker room dude just a good person and i like him but i you know he doesn't need to be getting important minutes especially with the guys we've brought in um and you know and if there's any blockbuster trade i still think the most realistic get um if we did anything crazy is bradley beal right man that's still (laughs) that's still my Still, if, still we, the if we if we made any blockbuster trade for anyone, yeah, I think that would be yeah. like the only literal option. Unless Portland just got tired of CJ McCollum, then again, I don't know if I want him. I'd be cool on this him. team. I would love it. 
yeah, that'd be cool, CJ. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, let's see. Next question comes from Jennifer. Um, what are the odds that the Mavs get it get make it to the playoffs this year again? And what are the odds that actually, that they actually get out of the first round for once in our lives? <laughs> um, if we place the Clippers again, I think we're good. <laughs> honestly, this because uh, they're they're not going to have Kawhi. Assuming correct, that, you know. So if we face the Clippers again first round, I think we got it in five games. But uh, um, I think the odds of the Mavs making a playoffs, it, it would take, like, God forbid, something really bad happening to Luka this year mm-hmm. um, for us to not make it. You know, I think we have it's a, a spotlight yeah. somewhere. Healthy, yeah. healthy Luka can drag the carcass of any roster to yeah. the first round. So healthy, healthy fit Luka, you know, like healthy fit Luka will get us to where we need to go. Um, is it just me or when when I watch Luca's like off season workouts, he just looks like he's kind of laboring through. Like I don't know when I've watched like off season workouts of some of these NBA players, it's just like wow, this guy's really pushing. You know what I mean? But with Luca, he's like doing like this weird squat with like a resistance band, and it looks like he's like maybe the form isn't perfect, or or maybe because he's just a goofy looking. Like <laughs> it's just like it's different. When, you know when I see like, Giannis doing his weights or whatever it's just like that's peak athleticism when i see luca do it i'm just like this is like just a kid just trying to little do a doughy. perfect squat throws a little, yeah. little bit of a go okay. boy the first uh, time you hit the weight room in middle school <laughs> that's it that's what i'm <laughs> that's thinking great it's that's like, a great comparison like, like he's getting sure a good he's workout doing that still, correctly yeah still figuring out how this works <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah I th- first first time I go like on the cables on at a gym where I'm like, I think this is proper technique. <laughs> I think the odds of us making out making out the first round will is actually pretty good, uh, depending on who we see. Um, I do think if everything goes according to plan and like KP comes back to form, if like the guys that we picked up, you know, fill the roles right. that you know we ask them to, I definitely think we can get a top four seed, which would mean home so. court it's- advantage. Yeah, yeah. So. I, if if we get borderline all star KP, I like or just really good starter KP, I'm happy. Like, because I think I don't think THJ makes a dip. Um, I think that again, like j- just the fact that Josh Richardson minutes are gone, like I think there's going to be just less hilarious, just oops, all turnovers sorts of per- uh, yep. performances, um, and. I think there could be some real, uh, some real improvements there in in very small, not sexy ways. Um, not something that you would be really excited about if you made a two K trade for it. But I I think we've made some gradual improvements, and I think that's better than making just like these huge changes. Like growing pains, literally, that happens in the NBA. Like the Lakers weren't immediately good whenever AD came in. Like. Or 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 even when they sign LeBron, like there's been a lot of weird thing. You know, it takes a second yeah. for it to like work. And I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if the bubble was a, a hindrance or a better. I don't know. Like the the Lakers championship, the Lakers bubble championship is like the weirdest like kind of question mark for me because it's like, yes, you have two of the greatest players that have ever that, that have played the game in the last ten years. Maybe that's all it takes, you know, to make that work. Yeah. But also. I don't know. I, I don't I don't think is it just that simple, you know? I, I don't think so. I mean I think yeah. the Nets are because like yeah, the Nets were on like an off clip that was record breaking at the time, but 
You know, you got the wild card that is Kyrie Irving that's deciding, you know, he occasionally decides to be on Earth. Um, and James Harden occasionally decides to, you know, get out of, you know, the injury report or the strip club. So it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of going on a tirade here. So, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the odds are pretty good for us. <laughs> to go so back yeah, to the question. Uh, uh, yeah, odds, odds are pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> let's see let's go let's see one uh, thing um luca is so good that a subtle change to the roster even the subtlest improvement could be massive yeah just because often he's so good that the team is a few plays away from winning and if a few plays away from winning means these little tweaks like having reggie bullcock instead of jay rich who can actually jay rich you know or reggie who can actually consistently hit threes uh, yeah. Or having and isn't afraid to take them. A, a, a Moses Brown, you know, woolly mammoth type you can throw out there. Um, assuming we keep him, which I think we are, because mm. uh, dude's got potential. I just, I, it's just little improvements that could be huge. Um, they're not exciting. I'm not being an apologist for the front office because I we do still need a secondary shot creator and all that stuff. But like, we did get better. It just wasn't yeah. as flashy as we'd hope. But those yeah. little things because of Luca could be massive. Yeah, kind of how I feel about it. So the next question comes from Mikkel. Uh, this is a good one. I'm from Europe, so can you explain American football to me like I'm five? Uh, it's on my TV right now. Big, guy, <laughs> big guys want to get their ball to the other guy's side, and you have four tries to do that. And but because, you, yeah. because you really don't want the, bit, the, the opposing side to get to your side, you often punt the ball so they have a f- harder time to get to your side. And you can score up to, I think, was it six points? If a yes. guy runs in with the ball or if a guy catches the ball on the end of right. the field? And if, if, if you have a tiny guy that is likely on, uh, if he kicks the ball to their side through our little coat hanger thing, uh, it's three points. Or sometimes one. <laughs> sometimes one. Yeah. Fuck football. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called football despite only one person actually touching it with their feet. Correct. Yes. Yes, exactly one. Of course, you got anything to add there? No. Okay. That, let's see. These are perfect explanations of that. <laughs> Next question. That I love watching all the time. Yes, exactly. Next question comes from Juan. Um, realistic, realistically speaking, is Drogic still a possibility? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, anything is possible through God. I see him getting bought out, and I see Burke getting cut. That makes sense. Uh, However, I did hear our uh, shout out to Bibbs, who came with. He thought he thought that uh, Drogic could be a part of a Ben Simmons trade from between Toronto Mm. and Philly, and I was like, that's scary to have a real point guard on Philly with Embiid. We, have, we, 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 we haven't seen it. Like we, yeah. we, we have not. Like we've had, no. like bro, broke ass Magic Johnson, and that's a that. great. That's a I great could, nickname. Yeah, Dragic Johnson. Dragic Johnson. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Yeah, it's still a possibility. I think we can still get him. I think I still think he gets bought out. I don't know if it's gonna happen now or if it's gonna happen in like November. You know. I still think it. You know, I just think it happens. Um, to buy a, or like a really simple trade, trade if they can't get yeah. anything for him. I mean, yeah. he's made it clear where he wants to be. I think it's just yeah. a waiting game, and um, 
the Philly trade is interesting. I just I don't know if they bank their hopes on a thirty-five year old body. Thirty-six. How old yeah, is he? I Thirty-six, I think. I think that's on. Yeah, the math had Jake kid, but yeah. See, next question comes from Samuel. Um, do any of y'all follow college football or basketball at all? No, I yeah. I, I I follow UT passively because I live in Austin. It's impossible to not hear about how they did. Um, I've also like lived. I've, I'm an adopted Longhorn, is how I've described it. Like I, that's the team that's closest to me, and is you know. I ho- hope they do well. I I do like following college or UT players into the NFL. That's always kind of fun, um, and that's about it. Uh, I I will occasionally watch like you know college football highlights, but that's just because I'm interested in the NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm technically a UNT fan, even though we're not oh. good at either. Sure. Um, I will say they, that they made it into the tournament though, right? They did, which was crazy because I hadn't done it yeah. since I was in college. It's been a while. um but uh i mean you know they're okay uh i definitely like and like i guess i kind of follow a&m just because uh my fiance's family is from you know went to college station and went to school there so right um i know my father-in-law really wants to take me to kyle field uh to go watch a game see all like the the things they do out there so uh that'll probably happen probably next year i guess i don't know college station college station feels a little culty to me yeah i know it does to me too it's like (laughs) It's a little much. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Squish? You follow anything college wise? If, if it happens to be on the TV, I'll watch it. Have it on. Yeah. Like, right. like, like, like I'll watch like March Madness because it's like if I met a some kind of a family gathering or something. Yeah, I, could, I can watch it. I'm just not. Yeah. It's not what you're there for. <laughs> gravitate towards it. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the team or the player that or like the prospect. College football or college basketball can be unwatchable. It is, man. I there is nothing worse than watching like the just pass run around a screen, pass run around a screen, like and just like, reset no the shot clock and yeah, reset the shot scrambles yeah. and then finally someone chunks something up. However, I, I think the, the yeah. least interesting just play in all sports is the guy goes like the where it's a bunch of six foot seven dudes just trying to make a layup and a bunch of offensive rebounds. That shit is just, it God, it's not interesting. It's however, just, just a bunch of clogged up in the paint. <laughs> however, shout to Mavs draft for actually watching these games. Cause no he's a, kidding. He's a hero to all men yeah. and women. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't believe he does that shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, next question actually comes from the editor in chief of the MFLs.com. Um, he asks, uh, Bryce, he asks, uh, Oh. Which Mav would be the best baseball player? Hmm. I think I got Tim. I think Tim, for some reason, I just think like he'd be. Oh, good why? At I thought the same thing. I'm thinking, <laughs> I just, Tim, just like, he's just like a, he's just like a, just a Adonis looking figure, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like he'd be good at it. Um, cause I like in baseball, like you should be like a certain size. Like, you know, you can't, I feel like baseball players who are like, they're none, they're like six, seven, six, eight, like, so I feel like centers and forwards are out, you know. I think I think Jalen Brunson would be a good scrapper. Oh, I could see. You know, that. I like, I see I th- that, yeah. I yeah, I could see. Yeah. Yeah, Jalen, Jalen, Tim, maybe. Frank Nilakina. Uh, yeah, dude, honestly, Frank might be good at it too. I don't Frankie, know. Like, Frankie Smokes just sounds like an old Tommy baseball player. It does. It really <laughs> yeah. fucking does, yeah. Oh, that's Frankie Smokes. <laughs> Played for the Cincinnati Reds. He's like the uh 
the legend that comes back as a ghost to advise the kids and like the Sandlot <laughs> Four. <or laughs> Sandlot Four. Oh God, it's Frankie Smokes. Were there more than I, one Sandlot? I don't. I don't. I think. I think so. there were. I think there was. I think a there was. So I was just making one up. Oh, terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Ah, uh, don't ruin. Don't ruin the classics. Um, yeah, I think Tim, Jalen, or even Frank probably would be like good, good baseball players. After what Disney did to uh, to Star Wars, there is no IP that is good. Like, there's yeah, just no. yeah. I mean, they did the Mighty Ducks too. I think actually, like they re, re- brought that back too. Yeah, I don't know if Tim, or far Tim liked it, but you know, because he's he's kind of in that wheelhouse of people that would like it, maybe. But um, it does have hockey in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. You know, he likes anything hockey. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, um, like, like, I wonder if one of his top five movies is it Most Valuable Primate, just because it has <laughs> hockey involved in it. Oh, uh, I forgot about that fucking movie. Holy man, the 90s were weird. <laughs> yeah. The 90s were really fucking weird. Um, let's see. Next genre question. Genre movie about animals that are good at sports. <laughs> yeah, bro, that was like an entire genre for a while. Do you guys realize, like, how fucking dark Air Bud was? Who was the greatest <laughs> fictional uh, animal athlete? <laughs> probably Airbud. That's, that's the list I need. It's like Airbud yeah. is just Airbud's literally the, the Airbud is the Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing uh, in the rule book that says you can't. <laughs> I love but it. no, I'll like it, it, like as much as like Airbud is a fun like you think like, oh, a dog that plays basketball. There's like this intense fucking like custody battle between this child and a drunk ass clown. Like I, it's. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Dude. I have not seen the movie in forever. God, I just remember him just like you know fucking dunking a ball, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, next question comes from Sherlyn Sandy, which is actually a really good topical question because the Cowboys do play today. Um, if you can steal one Cowboys player to join the Mavs roster, who would it be and why? Mm-hmm. Bro, give me CD Lamb or like Amari. Yeah, CD Lever Amari. That, yeah. I think that would be some good guard help. I think I think they could swing that ball around, you know, <laughs> like sure. They can throw that ball down the you know, you know, it's fine. Like they, they got good push, hands. Yeah. They, they got good they hands. Can receive a, good yeah, they could receive a ball from Luca, you know, dunk it. Like I think. <laughs> like maybe Tra- that, Trayvon Diggs, you know, that would that, corner. I'm, saying, I'm just saying that would really up our uh, our transition game. You know? Sure. That'd be great. <laughs> like I'd love that. <laughs> You got anybody? Uh, Squish? Uh, Quincy Carter. Quincy fucking... Fuck you. <laughs> hey guys, how do you overthrow the government? How? Have Quincy Carter throw it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 God damn. It's like a very 2005-ass fucking... <laughs> Honestly, fucking the one joke. that was actually a Mav, Tony Romo. Tony Romo, the, great, the greatest nine in history. <laughs> the greatest nine ever in Mavs history. You're forgetting Jalen Smith. <laughs> It is. Uh, it is weird. So weird. Like the, so the, the 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 new college numbers and those feels. Weird. I I don't I don't I need to adjust to it because at first I was one of those people like why are all these wide receivers thirteens and elevens you know but now it's just just kind of grown. It's I was it's I was I think I was talking to Math Tracker about this because you know he does the jerseys and stuff. Uh huh. And he was like, I love it, and I was like, I fucking hate this, dude. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Kinda, the I like the tra- like. I like I like the traditional use of the numbers like i like that linebackers were either 40s or 50s i like yeah. that offensive linemen were like 60s or 70s you know like 
I guess the main reason that they started adopting it was because like, there's so many cornerbacks and so many wide receivers, like, because there's like, that's just how the game's evolving. So like they needed more numbers to pick from that were not just 30 to 40, but yeah, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, next question comes from moist mop. What a name. (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) Uh, Great name, dude. Um, I have to pee now. <laughs> if y'all had to go on a cross country road trip, what's the playlist looking like? And who on the Mavs would you want to tag along with y'all? Let's see. I'm trying to think of who would have like the best music taste amongst the Mavs. I couldn't listen to a, that much reggaeton with Luca. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You couldn't, couldn't listen to Gasolina like on Gasolina the- on repeat. I like uh, that's fun for like an hour. Like, I could drive to Austin. Or I could go from Austin to Dallas. If it's cross country, like there's only so much I can do with that. Um, God, who would have the best? I, there would be way too much mumble rap on in like like anime samples on Willie Colley Stein's playlist. I don't yes, think I could yeah, that Willie Colley would be yeah, that'd be a yeah, that'd, that'd be a bad choice for you. I don't I'd have enough. I don't, I don't have enough later hosen to hang out with Maxi. It'd probably be Dwight Powell if I had to just guess. I just I, I don't know what his music taste is, but there's something about a a Stanford man that would probably pick some fairly eclectic int- uh, music. I would just take a wild ass guess on that. The good one, um, Dwight Powell, Stanford man. <laughs> Squish, who would you pick? Uh, Frankie Smokes, baby. Frankie Smokes. Yeah, That's for no other reason. For no other reason than it's Frankie Smokes, man. So I, so I started following. I started following him on Instagram, right? I started following Instagram and he like has like the most bougie, like fucking like photos on his Instagram. And I'm like, okay, like you're, you're really into like the high class things, man. Like, uh, man, I would, I think I would probably, it'd probably, honestly, it would probably be uh Willie, you know, anime samples, mumble rap, all that. I would I, quite, yeah. I, I appreciate the aesthetic, but I would not be in a cup <laughs> with it for, uh, just, yeah. Also, like I man, it was I learned I've I I have learned so much about different topics through podcasts and I've learned about so many different albums when I drove cross country. Like I've done that before. Like I've gone through like the whole southwest and like drove through I drove through Utah listening to uh Phantom Antichrist uh by Slayer. It was great. I listened to the most evil music driving through those beautiful mountains. <laughs> And what like the the, the, the whitest, pe- yeah. When I drove through, I can't remember what city. It, it's uh, the the town of BYU. Um, like, oh, okay, like out there. The, 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 yeah. yeah, the whitest crowds I've ever seen in my life, just blasting, you know, raining blood or whatever. That's great, I love that's that, awesome. Dude. That's Phantom. such a good Phantom Antichrist. Awesome, so good. That's that's such a good uh, like just a good image in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like you just chilling, rolling down. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and when it comes to playlists, you know, usually when I go, like, if I do take trips, it's been a while since I've taken, like, I've driven, like, far for things at all. Um, normally what I do is I normally, like, I have a few playlists I already, like, have loaded up, but sometimes I'll, like, I'll just throw, like, my liked songs on Spotify on Shuffle and, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. re, like, re-remember things that, I was, oh, yeah, I remember why I like the song a lot, or I remember, like, why, like, you know, why I added the song to my like playlist and stuff like that. Like, I have, like, totally, like, like, 10,000 songs, you know, on my likes, you know, just like random shit that I've just like come across. So I, 
I didn't really use that that feature until recently, and it has been. It's it's definitely fun to have that because it'll blast beat, uh, you know, black metal to like a Taylor Swift B side yeah. to it, some it, other weird indie shit that I'm into. Yeah, it's it's not at all like curated at all. It's just a fucking free right. for all of stuff. So, um, oh, who who was that by? I'm gonna throw out a song that I really really like everyone should listen to it's called pop therapy is it by pop therapy by video Age. that is a fun time it's got one of the best vocoder uh parts i've ever heard and it's nice. got a neat little key change too nice squish anything to add mm-hmm. no great ah, okay thank you awesome one last question <laughs> it's a big one um which spot in the playoffs will the Mavs be able to achieve the season it's like where do we end up one through eight. I think we could get home court if we, you know, if if the things that we are hoping happen happen. You know, if we if we yeah. get good KP, the same THJ, and just you know we we just don't have that huge deficit of production whenever Luca's sitting down. You know, yeah. that's that's really yeah. or when Luca is doing his playmaker magic and guys are hitting open shots. I think that just like we're talking a big dip in product like if we could just recover some of the lack of productivity from players, I think we can go really far. Yeah. So um so I think our, I think we end up in the fourth seed. Like I just feel like that's a I think that's a safe bet. You know, we've been climbing up steadily every year, it seems like. Um I think this year is the first year we get fourth we get the fourth seed so we get home court advantage. Um I think honestly if we get the four if we get the fourth seed, I think we're easily in the second round. I think we can get out depending on who it is. Um, I could definitely see us making the Western Conference Finals just because we have Luca. You know, I know this is like it's kind of a lazy answer, but just like he does so much for the team offensively, and he's like he he can hold him he can hold on his own defensively when he needs to. So those are my picks. Nice. What about you, Squish? Four, four sounds good to me. I don't know. It's just the subtle ways we've improved. Four just. Makes sense. It's not too high. It's not too low. We did get better. And I was just thinking of subtle, again, just the Reggie Bullock move alone. Just yeah. the way the Clippers were defending us, paying so much attention to Luca, obviously, but to an extent, Tim, to have another guy on the opposite end of the floor with you that if you give him any amount of space is just going to destroy you from deep. I think it's going to help everybody out. And then, you know, yeah, getting a healthy offseason KP. It's, it's, that's that that's intriguing. I think even if KP is still a shell, like we still got better. Yeah. A, a 20 points per game shell, mind you. Yeah. So, yeah. I just so, hope I mean, defense yeah. comes back. Yep. And those are all the questions this week, guys. Guys, thank you so much for sending questions. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can check out our articles at MFFL.com. Uh, we're more active on Twitter than anything else. Uh, we don't do. Are we still suspended? As our yes, we are. Else? Yes, we are. <laughs> so that was like DMC or DMCA kind of thing. Like just yes, yeah. We shared something. We uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. And I'm, I've been talking to them, and they don't even know what the fuck it was about. So hopefully it gets rescinded pretty soon. But we'll see. We'll yeah. Anyways, uh, but either way, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys share the pod, uh, retweet the 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 podcast link, uh, leave a review. That helps us out a. Uh, it makes it 
you know worth doing and we're uh, our numbers have increased and we we really appreciate our Mavs audience that listens to our uh, goofy takes on things so we greatly appreciate you guys um so thank you to our uh, sponsor Spotify Greenroom and our our network uh, sports drink we greatly appreciate that support from them um you can find uh Ruben at Reddit Mavericks you can find uh Dr Redacto uh at squish 41 i have just given him that nickname he just goes by redacted uh and you can find me at don underscore denim uh i'll be playing some shows in the dfw area i'll be back at distillery uh i believe on uh 16th um i'll be in the i'll be in fort worth i'm playing five events in three days the first weekend of october um so that that'll be a uh would not be on the week uh but it'll be a great time uh, and also, uh, fun fact, uh, in my fantasy football matchup, uh, my opponent and I, uh, we have made a bet, whoever wins this game, or whoever loses this game between he and I, uh, the uh, the loser has to shave their beard. Um, oh, now, no! Now, <laughs> there are three exceptions. You can get a mustache, a goatee, or a Hulk Hogan. Um, so, oh, shit. Uh, I'm pretty confident. I'm feeling pretty good. We'll, we'll know by oh, the end of Let me tell you that. something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'll be sure to up, uh, follow me on Twitter and you'll see uh, what um, happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll know by the end of today. All of our players are done by this af- the afternoon games. So, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, that should be fun. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Later, guys. Yay.